Hello, my sister. Hey. How art thou? You know. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Because <laughs> I, she was about to get deep already, and I was like, we can't even celebrate for half a second, huh? Nope. When they keep wanting to tear you down. Oh. Mm-hmm. You've seen all the memes that have started this year where it's like basically like Viola Davis, where she's like in all her crying booger snot tears, like, uh, this is me thinking about going back to work and, you know, uh, some of no. these other things. No, uh, I was like, that's the story you were about to tell. It's going to be like, oh, my life. <laughs> um, no, you're just going to be like, dang, it was so nice to have a break. And now I'm here. On honestly, exactly. But honestly, at the same time, I feel like I really didn't have a break. You know, like I'm like some I remember like some companies, like if you're, especially if you're like in an agency type of lifestyle, like you get like a real true like Christmas break. Like you kind of feel like you're in college or something because you have like two weeks or so or more off. And yeah, like that was probably like the only good part about working at an agency for me, um, T. Um, And I just was like, now I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like I got enough time, you know? Well, like obviously you could take the time for yourself but like you know like just like company-wide holiday time doesn't really happen well you have unlimited vacation so I'm just interested as to why you didn't take time if you felt like you needed time because taking Ah. time is very important we all know rest is very important you should know you the wellness queen that's true honestly why didn't I take it that's a good question I think I don't really know I know like because sometimes it's not always encouraged tbh and that's what i was literally just talking to my friend about earlier today she was like oh my manager got covid and you know she's here working and i was like no same go home and uh, she's talking to me and she's just like you're making it harder for anyone else who has covid and decides not to push through like why we got to push through something when we're not actually feeling all right and i was telling her, I was like, yeah, I mean, then I went to, do you watch Emily in Paris? And I was like, gosh, like, you know, yeah, um, she was like getting in trouble for calling people <laughs> for like working on weekends. They're like, this is a party. We don't work. Um, what are you doing? We don't talk about it. Like, what are you doing? Um, and like, even I, I'm a part of a global organization. And so like, there'll be times when I'm like, okay, let's schedule this meeting in like July. And they're like, oh, we take July off. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's schedule it in June before July. Uh, we take June off as well. Like we don't work. We have leisure. We have summer. And I was like, oh snap like let me be somewhere like that you know and like Truly, also right? in, in Emily in Paris they like start at 10 a.m and like all that jazz and I'm just like America needs some help like we need to understand the importance of work-life balance dude truly because mm-hmm. look it seems like they still getting their work done okay <laughs> and people will feel more refreshed and able to come back and get their work done like yeah. if I feel burnt out like I, I literally I can't do anything like and then you can't do anything in your actual life that's why sometimes I'll be like oh gosh I'm gonna come home and like just sit on the couch or like you know I, I don't have the motivation to work out or run these errands what feed the kids what like you don't want to be <laughs> you don't want to do none of that because you can't barely like keep your whole life like your your life together like you're totally. just so exhausted being at some place that honestly would replace you the moment you die like 
oh my God, they killed over, move the body, make sure we got insurance and let's start recruiting. Like they would, that's how they would operate. So why are we all pressed to be like the number one rock star when really they're not even paying us enough for this ish and like we're ruining our own health and bodies and everything else. Preach. That's another episode. It show is. Yeah. So let's just put a pin in that. But um, so today. Welcome back to Sisterish. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Today, you know. You and- don't want to introduce the podcast. Introduce the podcast. What's it about? You ain't, you ain't got a spiel. You don't, people don't know what we're listening to. They don't even know that I'm your girl, Erica. I'm Kayla. We ain't do none of that. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Erica, do it. Me? God dang. You see, you see, all the effort is on me all the time. I feel no, it's not a no, lot not. of the time. But listen, she, we got on this call and she was like, um, do you have an outline? Do you know what our three major points are in this conversation? And I said, no, do you? And she go, Oh no. Yeah. You see how she just assumed that that was part of my responsibility. I asked her what she wanted to talk about this week and we should have both been reflecting on parts of conversation. I, did. I just wasn't sure if you actually made one. But it doesn't matter. Just introduce the podcast because now they're still they're still wondering what this is. So go for it. They're like, who are these girls who just yell at each other and don't know like anything else about life and how to podcast? Well, it's your girl Erica and Kayla, and we are your co-hosts for Sister Ish. Okay, we sisters talk about some ish, um, and we hope that through the ish we be talking about, usually our successes and our challenges, um, that you learn. How- how to, you know, become more into yourself, just like we are. We're trying to navigate life and be more authentic and our true, genuine being. So that's the point of the puckies. You can follow us on social media. We have an Instagram. It is at sisterish underscore podcast. Um, We also have an email because we love to hear from y'all. We want to help you with whatever problems or challenges um, or wins. We can even shout out your wins or whatever. Um, you can send us an email to uh, sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we have a YouTube. We have one video up there. Kayla's up here looking like Snoop Dogg, so we're still not posting this video to YouTube. Um, but we do have a YouTube channel. Search Sisterish, correct? Yeah. Or Sisterish Podcast. Yeah. Okay, Sisterish Podcast to find the one video that we have on YouTube. And it's not going to be today's. <laughs> It is the boobs and boys episode, in case anyone was wondering. But um, go ahead, Kay. Anyway, so basically, today we're going to be talking about the difference between women and men, and how women are always superior, and how we got this way. Okay, but Um. I mean, that's how I'm going to explain it. But um, that's not necessarily what the real topic is All right, but pause. i will this is tell what... you i will tell you what the real what the real topic is it is the era of womanhood and how men are not in the new era of manhood oh. okay okay what's so that mean so that's what we're going to talk about today what's that mean to me what's a that, new era of womanhood i think the new era of womanhood to me means that women are being unapologetic in every way possible. So that means they have taking like she got her own car, she got her own job, she work hard, some something, she a bad bra. If you ain't on, sit down. If you ain't on, sit down, right? 
Yeah. You know, like she's taking, what is it, presidency over her body? Is that the word? I don't know if that's the word. So how about we use ownership? She's taking ownership. (laughs) She's taking ownership of her body. Um, She's taking ownership over her mind, over her bank account, over her job, over everything in her life. She is just running the show and she isn't letting some man tell her what she can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. And by man, I don't mean like specifically like her um, significant other or something like that. I mean, just in general, like it can be significant other, it can be your family member, your dad, your brother, your cousin, your whoever, uncle, or it could also just be someone in the business world telling her she cannot do xyz or b xyz so i think that's what you know women are for this new era that we're in i think it's been a long time coming i think women are constantly trying to push the boundary move the move the line you know consistently grow and encourage others to you know, get to the points that we are today and how we want to keep excelling into, you know, new paths and industries. Yeah. You believe hockey. Yeah. So I think like history, right? Like women for most of the time that society has existed, um, we're not considered equal, similar to, you know, other marginalized groups of people. Um, and so when I think about what we consider like the traditional like gender roles, I think they're rooted in oppression. Why were women in the house? Not because they wanted to be in the house, but because they did not have access or similar rights um, as a man to make their own path and their own decisions, right? Um, So when I think about, you know, traditional gender roles, I think about the women, you know, being um, subordinate, being, um, you know, the, not the, was it the tail, right? Not the head, but the tail, right? Um, Like behind the man, knowing their place, they should be um, seen and not heard, you know? And so when I think about, you know, women that operated during that time, it might not have been because they wanted to. I'm actually going to go with most of them probably didn't want to do a lot of these things. I think they had to, um, hence a whole like revolution, right? Women's rights and all that thing, all all those things, right? We want to be able to vote. We want to be able to have jobs. We want to be able to provide for ourselves so that I don't have to rely on this man who beats me every night just so I can have a shelter because I can't buy a house. I can't get a loan to buy a house. I can't do anything on my own. I'm literally a child in a man's eyes and man are yielding power over us. Um, And so I, I think about that being kind of traditional kind of places in womenhood. And I think that now that we have more rights, um, well, that there is a new era of womanhood. There are more independent women out here. There are more people who, more women specifically, who you know are kind of heads of households, who um, are more alpha, um, who have a voice and wanna be, you know, not only seen, but heard, you know, who have opinions, who are, you know, just really out here 
making a way for themselves and being kind of unapologetic about the way that they are making that way. Um, and I think that like um, men haven't quite caught up. And so that's really what we're going to talk about. Um, I think this is kind of based off of a date that I went on. Um, I think we, we talked about, yes, mancisions. Um, and so we had that episode. Um, if you haven't heard it, you should totally listen to it. I think it's like episode 43. Um, and we talked about a date that I went on and this man was talking about how he, you know, feels like a man should lead. And, um, again, I think that's rooted in history, um, and the patriarchy. And so when I think about this new era of womanhood, I think that, you know, more women are, are wanting to be a part of the decisions that men are trying to make from that for them in all regards of life. Right. So I want to seat at the table at the workplace. Like you're not about to just do whatever you want in the office. Like I want to be a part of the culture um, that we are creating here. I want to be a part of the decisions that we are making as it relates to strategy, as it re- relates to innovation and moving our business and progressing it forward. Um, I think that women are trying to be a part of um, making decisions within the household. They are not just staying at home and, you know, delegating to the man. They want to be a part of, you know, where are we going to live? I'm going to make help make that decision or, you know, what, where, like just all types of decisions in a relationship. Like, and they don't need a man to live anymore. Like we don't literally physically need to rely on you as a man to live. Um, and so I think it's threatening men's position in the world. When before they used to get a lot of like, I am a man because I am above, I have the power, I have the influence. And now they're like, well, now that I don't fully have all of this, what makes me a man? Um, and so they're trying to understand what defines my manhood. And some people don't know the answer to that question. And so I think it makes it difficult for men and women to have um, relationships when they butt head on things. Totally. Actually, that's a good point. You know, it makes me think of our one of our sisters, Krista, how she says, you know, how things used to be, used to always be about Mother Earth, you know, and about like, she says, you know, it's like Mother Earth and her story. And now all of a sudden it's changed to like her history, you know, like his story. Like it's changed to being sent around the man. When in the beginning, if you like think about like, you know, depending on what you believe in and just in general, like you're like Mother Nature. Like all, it's like, why do you think this is based off of a woman? You know, like it's like, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was interesting how she explains it. Maybe we should have her come on and talk about it with her, <laughs> with her guy. But um, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, you know, came from, you know, first of all, I think women, we are gentle creatures um, to an extent. Erica's like, who's gentle? <laughs> I think so. I think women could, are we're supposed to be stereotyped as as gentle. I think we're more intuitive, mm-hmm. and therefore we can be more empathetic, and we know how to navigate. We're more emotionally intelligent. We know how to manage other people's feelings. Um, I I think that might be a more fitting adjective for me is that we have higher emotional intelligence um, to be able to know how to 
navigate a situation where you're not losing relationships. Um, I think men are kind of like, this is what I want. And so I lead that way. I lead with force. I lead with dominance. I need whatever versus women may appear gentle because they know that I don't want to dominate over you, but I want to build a relationship. I also have things that I want to accomplish from this conversation. So I'm going to navigate this in a way to get you on my side instead of making you an enemy and therefore makes me more powerful because I actually have more resources, you know, like I I would say it in that way, but go ahead. I, I just, yeah. Gentle makes me to me as a synonym for like weak, weak. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand, but I'm no way saying that women are weak. I understood. That's why I was like, <laughs> let me just let her finish, but also let me just kind of say my piece. Go ahead. Okay, go for it. Yeah, no, go thank ahead. you. That was thank it. You. So, but yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I think like it's been something that's started to kind of become more and more and more top of mind for me um, of like, you know, I was always like, okay, like, you know, I support everyone, you know, whatever. But like, now I feel like I'm like the most like, go women support like, person. I voted for everyone black. That's what Issa Rae said. And that's really how I feel. I only (laughs) want to support people who um, I can see myself in, you know, like I want to support minority owned businesses. I want to support specifically black owned businesses. I want to support women owned operations because I can see a part of myself reflected in them. Right, exactly. And so I guess like now that, you know, I'm more so, you know, coming into my womanhood, LOL. um, I'm like, you know, I'm just like, oh, shoot, like, yeah. And I'm seeing the how the world acts. You know, I've been in, you know, the workforce. I'm like, not necessarily like having these rose painted glasses on anymore. Like, I'm really seeing how people get mistreated. Um, not that I ever didn't think people got mistreated because hello, I am a black girl woman who was always surrounded by white them whites. So like, it's not that, but it's just more so like, you know, now I see it in a different view. You know, I'm old now and I'm like, okay. I'm old now. (laughs) (laughs) Let me have it. Anyway, I'm older. I'm growing up. I'm maturing. Because if you're old, then I'm real old. So go ahead. Doesn't matter. Okay. I'm <laughs> maturing. I have taken off these glasses and I see for people who they really are, which is ugly. Dang. I'm just kidding. That's from, she's, she's the man. With Amanda okay. Bynes. Yeah. Amanda Bynes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I guess you have to, you know that movie. Don't even act like you don't. I've seen it. I haven't seen it in a minute. My bad. It's iconic. Go okay. ahead. So you're not seeing, so you're seeing people for what they really could be or are at this point. And you're not very naive when you enter into situations like everyone's looking out for me and everyone has my best interest and blah, 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 because you know that that's not the case. And usually is men um, that are dominating a lot of these spaces or white people in general who are dominating a lot of spaces. And therefore it's very difficult to, like we just said, we, we like seeing ourselves in other people. And so um, they like seeing themselves and the people that they hire and bring around and they value probably those opinions 
a little bit more closely um, because you trust things that are similar. Um, and that, that has me talking about socialization and like, you know, we were brought up um, and we learn things from a younger age. You, you feel safer for, from, you know, the things that look more familiar with you, right? Like back in the stone age, they saw a, a you know, an, an animal or a creature they were like, I don't know this animal or this creature. It don't look like me. I don't know if it eats meat or if it eats plants, but I'm going to make sure that I'm safe. So let me run in the opposite direction. Like that's how we have been programmed since the beginning of time. That's why people be, I don't know this black person. I ain't never seen one of them before in my life. Let me cross the street because I don't know what they're about to do with me. Um, and it all comes from how we have been socialized from the beginning of time. So, I mean, again, think thinking about the topic of, you know, a new era of womanhood, like men have been socialized for life, um, that they should be a dominant presence, that they have the power, they make the decisions, they lead, you know, the world caters to them. Um, that has been how we as a society has always operated. And now that we are in a new era, um, like I was saying, I don't think men have yet come to um, and understanding, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to overgeneralize, so let me say that there are some men who um, do understand what it takes um, to be a man in this era, um, but there are other man, men, like the man I went on a date with, um, who still thinks that the man, you know, dominates, um, and I just, I don't think that that's accurate. Anyone who knows me knows that I am a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I don't just let people say anything, do anything in my presence um, and not have my own back. Um, I'm not afraid to tell somebody something. Everybody knows that I'm the person who will call customer service um, and let them have it if I'm not satisfied. Like I'm the person who will, and, you know, and I try to do it with tact. I will try and begin my conversations with holding, you know, my temper. Um, but if y'all stupid on the other side of the phone or whatever, like y'all gonna get these hands, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, and some people are like, you know, even some women don't understand that, like, that's how we should operate, you know? Like some women are like, oh, you're not being a lady. Well, what's a lady, ma'am? Like, what is being a lady to you? Like, what does that mean? So I, I think that it's, you know, can be on both sides where people are just so, again, rooted in the way that they were brought up or socialized. Um, and people have a lot of unlearning to do of what it means to be people. Um, I think, you know, that we, we have a lot to learn from the LGBTQ plus community and how they are redefining what it means to exist in a society that is very much so traditionally, you know, man and women. Well, now we have other categories for gender where we are, you know, in a society where it's like, oh no, like a heterogeneous relationship, you know? Nope, there could be homogeneous relationships. There don't even have to be, you know, specific relationships that are monogamous. There can be, you know, polygamous relationships or, you know, ethical non-monogamous, or there can be, it just a whole bunch of dynamics that can exist. Um, and it's just a matter of like being open and aware that change is good. And also that like, there's no impact to you. Whatever I'm doing over here is not really impacting you. And I think even when we think about, you know, monogamous heterosexual relationships, you know, a man 
it shouldn't impact him that his woman has an opinion. It, sh it, it should only impact him positively if we both love and care for each other, um, that I'm making decisions or putting an input in that is going to be to our, to both of ours, um, both of our benefit, you know? So I think you just need to be with the right person to want to hear their thoughts and opinions, you know, like, right. otherwise it's clearly the wrong person for you. If you don't think that j just because I'm a woman, woman doesn't mean that I have anything to add or contribute to yeah, like our well-being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't want anybody to think that you're less than obviously, you know, so I agree with that 100% about this new era of woman. Um, totally. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how, I think, how do you go about doing your unlearning? Like what would be the first step of doing this unlearning that we are in, in a society? And I think like the first step is one, just being aware that you had a bias, like be aware that you had a bias that men are superior and women are inferior. Be aware that there is that bias within you and understand where did it come from, right? Again, our socialization, right? Is it something that you witnessed in your home? Is it something that you read about in society? Like go back and go through like the history books and understand really what, um, where your learnings came from, right? Like understand the history of society, understand, you know, your family dynamic, right? And I think that a lot of people love to use like an argument about like, oh, well, my grandparents, like my my grandma, she was in the house, you know, cooking, cleaning, like caring for the kids, like, and they were together for 60 years, like, you know, th that like that was good and that was dandy. And then like, if you can, if your grandmother is still alive, you should probably have a conversation with your grandmother and be like, so granny, like, what made your relationship so successful? Like, you know, how did you end up being together for 60 years? And I almost guarantee you that your grandmother is going to be like, it wasn't easy. And I think that mostly what she's going to refer to is the amount of like disrespect or the amount of instability that she would have if she left this man. Because again, a lot of it is rooted in the fact that like, she couldn't open up her own bank account. She couldn't get a job or like, you know, like there were, parameters in place or like just society looks at women in a way that's like oh you're single oh god you're yeah. you're not in a relationship you're not married you don't have kids like oh you you know and they like what is it like lift their nose up at you or whatever and like there's so many like stereotypes or you know even societal like privilege that you um you know would get or wouldn't get depending on your relationship status. And so some women stayed because of that, right? So I think that it's a fact of learning that you do have a bias and then doing some research about like what um, that looks like. And then I think that you should actually talk to women that you care about, right? Like not just your grandmother, but like, you know, talk if you have sisters or cousins or nieces or, um, you know, really close friends or even like exes that you care about, like, but you probably don't if you're still trying to understand how um, you have a bias. So you probably don't have exes that you care about, but you should have <laughs> <laughs> like other women in your life where you can have a conversation with them and get their, their, uh, their 
thoughts on what their own kind of desires are and how they want to walk and operate within the world and society. I think that most of these women will end up telling you that like, oh yeah, I would love it if someone considered my thoughts and opinion and not just considered them, but didn't, you know, make a decision, you know, opposite of my thoughts and opinions, right? Like, I think that they should be considerate enough to be like, oh, well, if this is going to hurt, you know, my so-and-so that I'm just not going to move forward with this. Is that going to be super detrimental to me? Or what does it mean if I really want to do something and this person that I love and value, like, doesn't want to, what kind of person does that make me? Am I out here for myself? Or do I actually have the capacity to care and love and consider someone else, right? So have some of those dialogues from people that are in your circle. Yeah, but also, your- Erica, I have a question. So like, that's great. But then let's think about it like if you're in more of a professional setting, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to being in a work setting, like, and we, you know, probably a lot of people have had experience where talking to a male manager, even sometimes a female manager, because we're not going to say that all women are like out here believing the same thing. Cause all, sure. all skin folk ain't kin folk. Right. Yeah. So they, um, <laughs> Do you know what that means? Yes. I've heard of that before. Okay. <laughs> Just cause they look like you don't mean that they have your same interests. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like those types of experiences. So if you have someone that's technically managing you, you know, above you, like, how do we deal with that? You know? Mm -hmm. So you're saying, what if your manager is not considerate of your thoughts and opinions, and you feel really devalued at your job, not because of like your skill set, but basically because of your your gender or any parts of your identity where they feel like they should have power um, over you? Is that, yes. is that what you want me to talk to? Okay, cool. So um, I would say one, if you haven't had a conversation directly with them, um, you should. Um, I think that you should first and foremost, make sure that you always um, approach the conversation with like a level of professionalism. You're not just because you feel disrespected doesn't mean that you have to disrespect someone else, right? Just like I said, with customer service, I'm going to approach you like you got some sense at first, but um, they're not in customer service doesn't impact my pockets. My boss does. So if I think for sure, you should just attack it in like, um, like, a, hey, make sure you have your examples, make sure that you have like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is this email chain where you completely disregarded me or this, you know, I am message or, you know, here we had this meeting at this date, this time where, you know, I was saying something and you cut me off. And not only was it that one meeting, but there are several meetings. And so I want to bring it to your attention um, that this is something that seems to be a pattern um, and that it is impacting how I feel. And it's actually impacting my productivity. Um, Instead of thinking about all of the, you know, assignments that I have and things that I need to get done, a portion of my brain is thinking about, well, does he respect me? Does he like me? Blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm using a lot of energy um, on things that I shouldn't have to use my energy on in work. This should be about me completing this task. And so um, I also think you hired me for a reason, right? Like you wouldn't have hired me if you didn't think that I was capable or you wouldn't have brought me onto your team if you didn't think that I had the skill set. And so, you know, I would really appreciate that if we're working on a project or we're doing something different um, that 
you, you know, bring me into the room or you, you know, ask my opinion afterwards and get my thoughts and whatever else. Um, I think that that should be the first step. Um, I think, again, with tact, make sure you have your receipts, all of these things. If you don't feel comfortable going to your manager directly, um, I think that you should go to HR. I think you have a human resources team that is supposed to act as the middleman in these kinds of conversations. You still need to have your receipts and your examples. Um, I think that that's important. I think it would also be really cool if you have relationships with you know, other women in your on your team who interact with your manager um, frequently enough. Um, I think that it would be great if you could, you know, get there, get their um, um, opinion and feedback. Yeah, like get them on your team. Like, hey, does this happen to you? Or, you know, blah, 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 blah. What do you think of our manager? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and, you know, you could even say, well, you know, I don't want to, I'm not saying to use their name in meetings, but you could say, like, I've talked to a couple other me people on my team um, and they are saying X, Y, and Z as well. Like specifically to, to HR, I don't think you need to bring other people up directly with your manager, but I think to HR, you could say this is a pattern of behavior. I think also if you have like employee engagement surveys, you can ask your HR person, you know, like, do you, because especially if you participate in them, like, First and foremost, fill out your engagement surveys so that that data is there. And so depending on, you know, the size of your organization, they can usually drill down to that leadership team and say, hey, for your team, like this is what the company is scoring overall. And this is what your team is saying specifically. And so are there, they are saying that they feel devalued or they all are saying X, Y, and Z. So I would say like, hey, I think I filled out the listen survey. I um, just want to know like, we call it a, we call it a listen survey where I'm at, but the employee engagement survey, um, I filled it out. And so I just want to know, like, you know, how do we leverage these results? I know that I've spoken to my, a couple of team members and we have some, con some concerns, like what are the action items or the action plans that are coming from these um, surveys so that we can, you know, help our manager with maybe a manager training or other programs like that they can get into about how to lead more inclusively or, you know, just better, you know, interpersonal skills that this manager clearly needs. So I think that if you're in a work situation and you feel comfortable going to your manager. That's the first step. If you want to go to HR, definitely do that. Make sure you have receipts. If you want to talk to coworkers and get their thoughts and opinions so that there's multiple complaints, um, maybe that'll be helpful. And I also think that the engagement survey and asking, you know, what the action items are, you know, trainings or whatever else, um, if that's being leveraged so that your manager can treat you like a human being. And if no one is supporting you, quit because guess what there are places out there and i'm not telling you to just quit and not have anything backed up but just understand um that things aren't going to change deal with that mentally and work on your exit strategy there you go fantastic i don't even know if i have anything to add to that honestly <laughs> it was just like i was like okay let me write some notes down all right okay <laughs> I know we stopped doing our career conversations and our wellness, um, whatever it was, wellness room or whatever we were calling it. Um, so let us know if y'all want that ish back. Like, was that something that was helpful for you? Is that something that you want us to take a portion of our time talking about um, being, you know, career tips, 
Um, because I think that that helps. Like I want everyone to be their authentic selves in all walks of life, right? Like not just with like your closest friends, but you can be true to yourself. Like when you go family, mm -hmm. when you're in the workplace, when you're out in society in general, you know? So, um, let us know if you want some of the, the that help back. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, you're going to have to come prepared with something to say, little miss. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so I guess that completes our episode of Sisterish. I know like literally our 2021 in review is like an hour and 20 minutes. And this is a nice little 40-ish minute episode. Um, we already gave our socials, but if you're still listening, we love you. We appreciate you. If you have more questions about you know, how to operate, you know, with a, with a man, um, who doesn't believe in, you know, women having equal rights, um, the answer is leave him. Um, and if you need, <laughs> um, any more guidance on that situation, feel free to, um, reach out to us. Like we said, we have an Instagram currently, um, at sisterish underscore podcast. We have an email address. It is sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. That one video on YouTube, sisterish podcast. Um, and we, Hope you have an enjoyable Monday and a great rest of the week. Bye-bye.